Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to the show. A man whose uh, voice you'll probably recognise if you uh, tuned in last season for all the Heartland Rugby chat. It is Kevin here from RugbyHeartland.co.nz. G'day, mate. How are you? Good evening and happy new year. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's, uh, it's the first time <laughs> I've been ha- uh, wished a happy new year in August, but I appreciate the sentiment, Kevin. Hey, um, we've got another uh, Heartland Championship, of course, about to kick off this weekend, and uh, a couple of things I wanted to check up with you on because, of course, we had a bit of a, a funny old season last season due to COVID and things being shortened, et cetera, et cetera. Last season, they uh, they, they introduced uh, the Bill Osborne Tonga and, um, as a third trophy. Is that Was that just for last season or is that going to carry on this season? No, that's going to carry on forever. Um, current holders are Poverty Bay and um, they will... Uh, it will be based on the, the same principles as the Ramfordy Shield. The holder gets the defender at home. So uh, in the first round, they play away and uh, they will defend it on home turf against Wairapa Bush um, in round two. Fantastic. Great initiative. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was just something that they had introduced for a cut-down year, uh, but I think it's a great idea. And, of course, the other thing that we've got this year for the first time is the Ian Kirkpatrick medal as well. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, it's it's, it's great. I mean, um, and it's mainly because I'm guessing the um, with with the also the the awesomeness of it being uh, live on the tally um, that uh, you know people can get to see these guys uh, perform um, you know on the main stage as they say, and uh, it'll be great great for them to actually be able to to. Uh, be rewarded for that. Yeah, I mean, you've been able to watch Heartland games a lot thanks to your website and the, and the network that you've created with rugbyheartland.co.nz, but it is also fantastic to see that there's some resources being put into it now by uh, by Sky, and uh, we're going to see some of these games on, on the Sky platform more, more than we've ever seen before. Oh, 100%. They, they were going to have one game a week, but um, I, I see that uh, for this weekend, we've actually got two games on. We've got one game on Saturday and, of course, the game at 7.05 on Sunday night. Um, still scratching my head around that uh, date. But, um, yeah, so we've got uh, South Canterbury uh, playing uh, Ken Valley Swamp Foxes at 2.30 from Tamuka Debane. And that's going to be live on Sky and Prime. And then on Sunday evening, after the, I think it's Man or Two Hawks Bay game, uh, at Palmerston, we've got Wairapa Bush uh, hosting North Otago at um, 7.05 kickoff. Yeah, that's an interesting one, isn't it? That'll be, uh, mate, I'll tell you what, it'll be absolutely buzzing in the bush. Uh, they'll, be, uh, they'll be loving it, mate. Um, now, we, we should uh, go through and, and, and check these teams out. Um, I, yep. I guess we should start with. Uh, South Canterbury. I mean, the 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 reigning Meads Cup champions. Um, was it sixteen straight uh, victories against Heartland opposition? Uh, they've been mm-hmm. they've been in fantastic form for for so long. Is there? I mean, we're usually having this conversation about Wanganui. Can anybody beat the Butcher Boys? But now we're having the conversation about South Canterbury. Uh, certainly, and um, I had the privilege of going down and and, and meeting with the, with the team before the Ramfordy Shield this year. And uh, having a good chat with Nigel Walsh and that, and literally, I mean, they've only had a couple of changes from last season, so 
there is absolutely no reason why they can't continue their merry way uh, in Heartland. Um, the guys have they've been training since December. They were getting ready for the Ranfurly Shield. They put up a great battle against Hawke's Bay. And um, so, yeah, it's sort of, they are definitely going to be at the, at the end of the comp. They're going to be there, thereabouts. Yeah, they will be. Now, you, you, you think, I don't know who's done this draw, but I, I, it's, it's great to see, you know, them playing Thames Valley first game of this season because, of course, they were pretty much the two top teams all through last season. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even the other game, West Coast Wanganui, is going to be a battle royal as well. And and um, I mean, everything is pointing to an awesome um, opening round because um, literally, I mean, sure you can drop that first game like in any competition. I mean, look at the way Liverpool's going at the moment. Um, but um, it, it, it is great. I mean, there's going to be some teams near the bottom, like Man United at the moment. You'll be going what? Um, but and it will just make the whole competition a lot uh, better. Um, uh, uh, my boys from the East Coast, um, you know, they haven't won round one since 2013, and the last time they did that, they beat Horafanua Kapiti by 25 to 24. So they're hoping history repeats on Saturday at uh, Ruatoria. Yeah, well, all right. Well, let's uh, let, let's just you, you mentioned South Canterbury um, at the top there. Uh, they haven't had many changes. For you, where where are they uh, maybe susceptible? I mean, you know, you talked about they haven't had many changes. They obviously won the whole thing last year. They gave they gave Hawks Bay a hurry up in that Shield Challenge too, just quietly. Um, so, I mean, do you mm-hmm. think anybody's going to get near them this season? And if so, where? Well, I, I think, if anything, um, I mean, their back line is, uh, uh, they've got a, um, they're very heavy in the forwards. Um, but uh, I mean, they've got the uh, young South African guy in uh, Etienne Van Seel. Um, he, he's been he's been going real. Nick Strawn is still leading from the front. Um, they are just they're, they're strong all over the uh, over the field, really, backs and forwards. So um, when they go down, they're going to go down fighting, and it's going to be very close. Let's just say that as we move forward. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's let's go with that. All right. So South Canterbury nailed on favourites then for you. Um, let's say three to one. Yeah, three to one. Okay. What about Thames Valley then? Their their opponents uh, mm-hmm. in the in the opening game and their opponents in the final last year. Uh, what have they done, Thames mm-hmm. Valley? And 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 do you think that they'll be there or thereabouts again? Um, I don't think they'll be thereabouts again, mainly because of the uh, they've got they've um, had a few people you know hang up their boots and uh, and such. What's going to get them through this year is it's their centenary, and um, but they do they've um, they've uh, recruited pretty much locally um, with and um, they've also got a young guy called Dwayne Sweeney um, playing in the backs there at centre for them as well, which is going to bring a bit of experience to the pack. Yeah, that is. Uh, that is fantastic. It's great to see him running around uh, still. So, uh, Tim South Canterbury looking good. What about Wanganui then? I mentioned the Butcher Boys. Uh, they're perennial mm-hmm. challengers, uh, but they've probably dis- disappointed the last couple of seasons. They'll be disappointed with themselves. Uh, will they be back stronger this season? Do you think it's between them and South Canterbury? No. No? Okay. Uh, Wanganui, Wanganui will be there. Um, I mean, uh, the thing is, uh, you know, they were really disappointed in the um, for not making the Meads Cup final last year. They are the Lahore Cup champions, um, mainly because we didn't get the opportunity to see the um, oh, what was the word I'm looking for there? The um, 
the semi-finals, uh, the top four semi-finals. And um, but uh, they are looking good. They they uh, came off uh, a defeat over the weekend to the Wellington Centurions, but uh, they had an awesome uh, battle uh, earlier on the week before against Hawke's Bay Saracens, and uh, they will definitely be uh, one of the top two. All right, so they you're picking them to be there, well there or thereabouts. It's going to be them and South Canterbury by the sounds of things, uh, the way you're seeing it. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, well, what about what about North Otago then? Because they probably punched a bit above their yep. weight last year, didn't they? They did, and um, the, the only reason I think they they may be uh, missing an action this year is that they have got fifteen deputants on the bench this year uh, to to pick from. Uh, they are completely rebuilding. They they had a good win uh, over the weekend against Otago Country. Uh, I think it's thirty eight seventeen or something like that. Um, but yeah, I just think there's going to be the experience uh, is going to show through, um, and they they'll be a team to look at next year. Okay, the one one to keep an eye on, and we might see a couple of bolters out of that team. Then some new faces. Uh, Poverty mm-hmm. Bay, you mentioned earlier, they uh, they play King Country away first round, but uh, they also hold the uh, the Bill Osborne Tonga as we mentioned earlier. Uh, what have what have the Bay done in the off season? How are they looking? They're looking actually. They've come across um, quietly. Uh, they, they. Um, I was sort of sitting back watching what they were doing. They, they weren't really doing much, I suppose you could say. And then um, they surprised me last weekend with a victory over Hawke's Bay Saracens. And now any victory over them is a big, is a big win. Um, so um, they will definitely be there for the Hawke Cup. Yep. Okay. So you think they'll be battling for that? Uh, and and mid Canterbury, who traditionally are yep. reasonably strong as well, they fell away a bit last season. But uh, and you know it must hurt them to see South Canterbury, their their big rivals, uh, Southern rivals, doing so well. Uh, how how are mid Canterbury looking this season? I mean, I I assume they're a uh, they're a, a province that can borrow a little bit from uh, from the big boys just up the road. Canterbury, they might have a couple of players on loan. How are they looking? Yeah, uh, they've got some chap called uh, Nasi Manu uh, okay. in their squad this year. Um, yeah, Nacho Man is uh, is back on the field of first class rugby. So um, this is my bolter for for a top four, um, and I think that they will uh, surprise many. Um, they've, I mean, they've been in the wilderness the last couple of years. You know, this is traditionally a team that you would go, mm, yeah, I put some money on them. I think uh, a few dollars on them this year will uh, will definitely show a return. Okay, all right. So they're, they're definitely one to watch. I was just having a look. We don't seem to have um, any markets up at the TAB just yet. No, we've got NPC. Not yet, no. We've got NPC, but we haven't got any Heartland uh, stuff. Oh, no, actually we do. We do. I just had to oh, we do. find it. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's hidden under New Zealand for some reason rather than just popping up. Um, so they've oh, got it. Why I haven't found it myself? Yeah, <laughs> well, looks like they might just be building it, mate. They've got Buller Mid Canterbury, but it's all greyed out. Um, but they've got Buller paying thirteens, Mid Canterbury paying a dollar one. And uh, okay, and they've uh, got King Country Poverty Bay, King Country three eighty, Poverty Bay one twenty seven. But again, all greyed out at the moment, so you can't actually bid on it just yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm 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 having major. PC issues here today, so I'm having to just go through bookmarks to try and find what I'm looking for. So um, under New Zealand, you say, hang on, yeah. let me bring that up so we can be on the same page. So rugby uh, and then New Heartland Zealand. Championship. There you there go. go. And then you click yeah. on that and they've got the Option. outrights as well. Yeah. 
Okay, so so um, I'm just having a quick look here, and uh, I see some really good money about midway. Yep. There we go. There you go. About midway is in mid Canterbury at nine dollars to win the whole thing. No, below that. Oh, okay. Well, you're looking at West Coast at tens or twelve dollars at at Horofanua Kapiti, or are you looking at the Bay? No, West Coast. That's the only, pretty much the only team I haven't mentioned yet. Hmm. They, yeah. I had a pencil under them going into the season, uh, into pre-season. They had a great victory over Nelson Base, and then uh, picked up a, uh, a really in bad conditions, but they could have won by more uh, victory over Marlborough to win the Seven Shield, uh, first time they've held it since 2013-14. Uh, and um, but the big one is it's the first time since 1980. That's, what, 40-odd years they've be beaten both Nelson and Marlborough in the same season. So um, they've recruited well, um, and to me, they are my pick to win the Mees Cup this year. Okay, all right, West Coast. All right, well, there you go, paying $10 in the outright championship. Uh, let's just go through quickly there. South Canterbury, we've talked about a, a 250, uh, Whanganui 325, Thames Valley 7s, North Otago Eight mid Canterbury nines and then West Coast at ten dollars. When we come back on SENZ Extra Time, Kevin's going to stay there and we're going to go through the rest of the teams and get some more predictions. With us is Kevin here from RugbyHeartland.co.nz talking about the uh, Heartland competition kicking off this weekend. Now we've uh, we've been through uh, half a dozen or so teams, or well, probably seven now actually. Uh, so let's uh, wrap the, th- the rest and then. See where they sit for you, Kevin. Horofino uh, Akapiti, um, a team that have yeah. often, uh, you know, bothered say Wanganui, their near neighbours and things. Where do you think they are at this season? Yeah, um, they're, they're in for a big year. I mean, um, their, their whole team has got a, a good solidness about it as well. Um, their mercurial captain Ryan Shelford plays his one hundredth game for Horofino this weekend. So uh, they will be um, really uh, hunting the pool, I suppose you could say, when they go up to uh, East Coast. Um, but I've got a horrible feeling East Coast are going to spoil the party there. But mm. um, definitely Horofanua for me will be uh, will be doing a Man United and coming from behind. But uh, I think they will uh, miss a couple of games and uh, end up in the Hawke Cup. OK, all right. And what about Nantipuro East Coast? Because... You mentioned them. They host Horofinoa Kapiti first game. Um, are they likely to have Maanonu on a horse leading them, leading the way for them this season at all? Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> he did look, he did look uh, fantastic uh, last year when he rode in, though. That was superb. Uh, I'll tell you, it was great. And I've got a friend in San Diego who uh, who's um, a, a huge fan of his, and, and she's just, you know... She's become uh, in America now. East Coast has got a huge following. Um, I mean, this is still the, the the number one followed team on social media. Um, they have recruited well. Jose Gear is back again as coach. Um, they've got Joe Royal from uh, Northern uh, playing for them this year, um, and Joe Wadman is also another lone player. Jo- Josh Coffin, the uh, um, from King Country, he he's in the squad. Um, they've got a, a very uh, nice look about them. One player to keep an eye on, and he performed really well in the Queen's birthday game with Shaden Stevens, a uh, young Kiwi lad who uh, Jose apparently found playing rugby league in, in Brisbane. 
um, in the lower grades, but he brought him back, and he's got some uh, speed on out there on the wing. Um, so, yeah, uh, East Coast, I think, will uh, do the same as last year, pick up two or three wins, and some of them might surprise. Okay. Well, but be... they will, um, yeah, I think they will still, though, just be outside the Hall Cup, unfortunately. Just outside, all right. What about the uh, the legendary Whited Upper Bush? Uh, they, of course, host that Sunday evening game uh, at 7 o'clock, uh, which I think is a, bit a first, mm-hmm. isn't it, for Heartland against North Otago? <laughs> how, how are the Bush going to go this year? Ah... <laughs> They will definitely be chasing their namesake trophy, the I believe the um, Lahore Cup. Uh, they will, I think they'll scrape in. Uh, I, I actually had the privilege of being in the dugout last Saturday when they played the Wellington Samoan team in Petoni. Uh, it was really heavy going, but they definitely played well and. Um, and, uh, the, again, uh, a legend of uh, Wairapa Bush, James Goodger. Um, I said, I thought you took up the whistle, pal. And he goes, oh, nah, I looked at how old I'm getting. I've only got a few games left. So James Goodger's back uh, in the locks there, uh, captaining the side. Um, and the imports, the, the, again, gone very local. Uh, they've only got a couple of imports. Uh, ben Brooking from Petoni, uh, fullback James Coburn from the Wellington Axemen. And uh, Tafa Tafa from Upper Hutt, but he played for them last year anyway, so it doesn't really count. Um, but Wairapa Bush, I think, um, will do the business. Um, th- they can only get better from where they were last year. Last year was very disappointing, and I'm sure that Mark Rutney has, uh, has got them uh, firing on all guns heading into this weekend. Yeah, all right. And uh, what about Buller? Uh, of course, they'll, they'll be, I mean, you're, you're talking up West Coast. What about their near neighbours? Buller, my boys. Um, <laughs> how can I put this? Yes. Um, the, the the only problem I have with Buller is maybe the depth and, and some of the travel. Uh, they, are, they are going to be there, thereabouts, but unfortunately I think they will miss out and they will be in that bottom four. Um, now I'm going to get shot now from those in Buller that are listening to this. Um, but um, they do have a young guy called James Lash uh, as assistant coach this year, yeah. along with the new coach, Nathan Thompson. Um, and let's just say James Lash also pulled on the boots during the Seven Cup uh, pre-season. So are we going to see the return of Mr. Lash? Yeah. Um, so, um, and they're overseas. Uh, they've got an overseas player in Greg Foe, the Samoan uh, from Paniki. Um, he's been playing over in Sydney and um, for, on the flank. So he he's there. Um, they've got a good team, and um, and if anyone was going to provide that upset, I think it will be Buller this year. Will be the sort of the team that bolts out of the blue. Okay, uh, and that yeah, leaves us go. with one. That leaves us as one, and that is of course King Country. And uh, I mm-hmm. mean, you you mentioned uh, Whited Upper Bush maybe bothering their their namesake trophy in the Lahore. Uh, I'm picking. There's not much chance that King Country will be doing that with the Meads. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, they, they went down to Taranaki Maori uh, last weekend, 48 to 45. Um, they bad. were sort of touched up. Not bad, but even still a high-scoring game, um, which doesn't say much for the defence. Uh, they had a uh, pre-season against North Otago in Taupo two weeks ago um, and went down in that one, 26-24, but that was also a very late try to the uh, King Country Rams. 
Um, they are celebrating their centenary. They have got a lot to play for. Uh, they've doled up um, the uh, rugby park at Tikawiti with lots of uh, Meads um, memorabilia around the around the grounds. Um, uh, yeah, but I just yeah, I, I think they're definitely in a rebuilding phase and will be in bottom four. Okay, all right. So there we go. Uh, I do notice on your website rugbyheartland.co.nz. You haven't alphabetized the teams. Uh, they are in a certain order. Is that the order they finished in last year, or are you sort of doing a, a, a sly prediction there? I really don't know what you're talking about. Oh, well, um, the, 2022 the, Heartland, actually... the 2022 Heartland Championship table, you've got the 1 to 12, you've got South Canterbury, Thames Valley, Whanganui, North Otago, Poverty Bay, Mid Canterbury, Horofanua Kapiti, Ngāti Parau East Coast, West Coast, Wairarapa Bush, Buller and King Country. Uh, I would have figured you maybe... Oh, yeah, no, there was no... Oh, yes, I hear what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah no, um, I, I just loaded that up. No, um, there was no pre-prediction there. Um, definitely, um, I, I'll have to go and update that now after this call, um, and, then, and then people can understand where I'm at. Um, or am I just trying to get the odds pushed out for West Coast? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now, let, now let's get some predictions from you. Um, now you've 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 tipped Meads Cup. You've tipped West Coast as the upset. Yes. And they are, they are paying ten dollars. What about uh, the Lahore Cup? Then who do you think is going to take that? I'm I'm going to have to lean to the Swamp Foxes. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, no disrespect to Horrifnoa, Poverty Bay, and Wairapa Bush. I just think um, you know they've got that finals footy uh, mentality from the last couple of seasons, um, and I think it might be a, just a, a that game too far for the other three. So um, I'd probably lean towards Thames Valley for the Lahore Cup. Okay, coming to uh, to Thames Valley there for the Lahore Cup. Um, I think we should ask you too, and I know this might be a, a bit of a tough ask. There's a lot of players, a lot of new players, as you mentioned, a few of the teams, but have you got an, uh, an early favourite for the uh, Ian Kirkpatrick medal? Oh, that is a good question. Um, if I was going to be leaning to anyone in particular... I think it would go to a player from the West Coast, mm-hmm. and I think it will be Elliot Smith. Elliot Smith from the West Coast. Okay. What position does yep. Elliot Captain Smith play? Captain for West Coast. Uh, he's a centre. He's a centre. Okay. So, and, yep. uh, and, and he's also the captain for the season as okay. well. Okay. All right. Well, that's, uh, that, that's, that is a, is a great pick uh, that you've pulled out there because, of course, um, you've you've invested in West Coast heavily. I'm wondering how much they've invested in you, uh, Kevin. I mean, to, to to talk them up this much, what's going on? Um, I do work for them, <laughs> um, but I also work for several other unions. But um, no, it's just um, they were there thereabouts a couple of seasons ago. They missed out last year. Uh, just um, they, you know, they 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 went down to South Canterbury in the Lahore Cup final. Uh, in atrocious conditions, um, and we picked that uh, final um, ourselves earlier on in the piece. Um, and I just think they are re- rearing to go. Um, John Sturgeon Park has had a lot of investment in the ground, um, which also um, all their home games this year are free. 
to the public. So get along and, and support the red and white. Um, their sponsors are paying the gate fee. And, um, but they've just invested a lot uh, in updating the uh, ground and it's the best piece of carpet on the West Coast. Perfect. All right, good stuff, Kevin. Thanks very much for coming on and giving us your thoughts. I really appreciate it. Go well, and uh, we'll uh, touch base with you throughout the season, eh? Yeah, sure do, and uh, and thanks for having us on. And get out there and support Heartland Rugby and show what real New Zealand rugby is about. There you go. Uh, Kevin here with us from rugbyheartland.co.nz. Uh, that website has everything on it that you need to know about Heartland Rugby. Just looking at the TAB odds there for the outright winner. So the favourites at the TAB are South Canterbury at 250, who are the defending champions. Wanganui, 325. Thames Valley, who were finalists last year, sevens. North Otago, eight. Mid Canterbury, nine. West Coast, 10, which is Kevin's pick he was talking about. And then we go down to Horofanua Kapiti at 12s. Poverty Bay, 18s. Wired up a Bush, 31. Nazi Poro East Coast, 36. Buller, 51. And King Country, 51 as well.